you're now listening to From The Jump, where we keep the convo going with the latest and greatest in hip-hop. With your hosts, Mr. White and Syllable. They tell it like it is. From The Jump. Welcome to From The Jump, your source for all things hip-hop. I'm Syllable and this is Mr. White. Now, today we're going to do our special segment on album report card and we're going to actually rate in our section album report card three categories three criteria to judge if an album is worthy of replay value and one of that is production and beat selection the second is going to be standout moments and the third is going to be weight class for the genre what i'm reviewing today mr white we're going to review life of a don by don tolliver this is his second project coming out of Houston, Texas, so very close to us. He's a Travis Scott protege. And I mean, he definitely, to me, has been one of the the biggest artists to come out in the past five years. So very excited to go over this project. Yeah, I'm pretty excited as well here in Austin, Texas, the music capital. If you're going to live anywhere in Texas, live in Austin. But also H-Town's got its own vibe. We got the history and the legacy of DJ Screwed and the Screwed Up Click. And now we got Don Tolliver coming out of H-Town representing. So that's pretty dope. Now, it's a really nice album. You know, we start off with Escape, which has got some interesting sounds starting off real slow as the album begins. But then we got it on to the next track five times. And five times is a nice track. It, it really brings you into the album where he's just bringing it out very rhythmatically in his intro and it grabs your attention but it's still got that beautiful melody and then he goes on next to a way bigger a uh, very cool track about you know how he's been laid up during the whole pandemic having a great life you know basically really living off of his success and then he's going into what you need which is a very hot track i mean that's one of the singles that came out before the project was released and it's definitely one of those songs where it's like that is what don tolliver is that overall you know uh very melodic like i said i think i compare him to a, a t-pain of this generation and and i think that he's he's gonna go really far based on if he keeps making music like this yeah i really liked the second track five times that was one of the first tracks that kind of caught my attention because i'm listening to it with a critical ear mm. i don't know what to expect i'm trying to see What's going on? His first album was a lot more punchy, a lot more aggressive. This is a lot more laid back. It's a mm. late night drive album. You know, you're sitting back, you're drinking, you got a girl over and this album will get you there. But listening to this, I was I was listening to it. And I was like, all right, this is pretty dope. And he's talking about in five times how his this, his girl at home is dancing like a stripper and he thinks he might want to have to tip her. And I was like, I like that. I mean, yeah, it's it's got a nice laid back flow. And the visual imagery in there is also very pronounced. Yeah, and, so. and you know, if if you don't understand five X, he's talking about five stacks. He he does specifically talking about breaking that all down into one. So you you know he had a good time that night, uh, and that's just very much how his music is. It's, it's very like old school player, right? You know, he he knows he's got it, and he doesn't have to try hard or go over the top and it you you could tell that his energy is it's like a certain reservation to him his style isn't gaudy or anything you know he's not over talking it he's just like i'm the man so don't even worry and know? on the topic of 
him talking about I'm the man, I really liked way bigger in the fact that, you know, we're all addicted to the story, the story of overcoming obstacles to achieve success. And in way bigger, he talks about how much more extravagant his lifestyle has gotten. And so throughout the past year in 2020, now we're nearing the latter half of your Q4 for 2021. But in that in that we've all had to kind of deal with a transition of the craziness that happened last year. And one of the things that I was always observing about, I was saying, well, how does this show up in music? How are we thinking about the pandemic and music? And I haven't really heard too many songs where I felt like it did it justice in the sense that it made it relatable. A lot of the songs about the pandemic that were focused only on that weren't really that catchy, in my opinion. But this is one of the catchiest songs that actually talks about that struggle. And he's talking about how he was trapped with his girl throughout yeah. the whole pandemic. And I like that because it's it's very short. He doesn't go into a long monologue about it. But in the in that brevity, it says so much that relates to everyone else out here in the audience that have also gone through that. Yeah. And, so and I mean, you you have to say that overall, you know, what he delivered with this project uh, with, with Mike Dean on the production, uh, you got Metro Boomin' on here, you got DJ Mustard, you got Hit Boy, you got Travis Scott doing some production. I'm going to have to say, in, in terms of the first category with production and beat selection, that's totally an A. I mean, he, yeah. he, he fits on every single track. And if you just talk about the, the overall project from an album perspective, everything fits in the space of what he's trying to do for this album. So Life of a Dime really did well on that, on that first category. I'm going to give it an A. What do, you, what do you think? For that first category of production and beat selection, I would say definitely. Uh, it's, it's pretty incredible when you listen to this. The quality of production, it's smooth. It's very smooth. It's, it's one of those things where it's, it balances that fine line where due to the quality of the production, you can either actively listen to that and jam it. You can get your drink on or you can put it in the background, go about your ride at night in your car play that in the background on your subwoofers and and just vibe out it just some of this stuff reminds me of very much like what they used to make in the 60s and 70s in terms of very high layers with the guitars and the the, the trumpets and the, the pianos and the instrumentation is super detailed there's there's this isn't like your traditional rap track where somebody just snatches a beat off of youtube that's got the same 16 bar loop over and over again you can tell that the the hand Hands on this were you know very delicate in making this come come together so uh let's talk about our next category standout moments uh what what was the top track on here for you or what, what did you like the most oh man i really like a lot of the tracks you know of course that mm. track with baby keen is is dope uh but i think i think for me you know, being being an Austin boy, growing up in Austin, Texas, I really like uh, swinging a Westheimer. And, okay, and the the synth lead in that is super dope. And the thing is that it hits even more uh, if you've lived in H Town and you understand that's actually a famous street there. Absolutely. And so it's got that cultural relevance for those that are from the region and from the area. And so for me, swinging a Westheimer, that's best definitely one of the top tracks for me. What about you? What was one of your top tracks? I think I like the, it was Drugs and Melodies. Uh, he, he's got that female singer on there. And it's just got a very intense vibe to it where basically, and then they, they, the video is also amazingly done where he's almost like a unicorn 
corn and these like tropical looking waterfalls. <laughs> but that's not even the part that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that how it's almost like he's having a conversation with his wife or with his his favorite girl and she's like i'm not gonna let you go i'm gonna show you the best that i can show you and he's also saying the same thing where you know he's talking about there's no place i can't go so he knows he's a baller if you ride with him you're gonna have the best time and so it's, it's something special about the energy on that song that makes me really you know once again appreciate don tolliver his ability to you know be very much a storyteller although he's an r&b guy so yeah i think that's that's great yeah, I like the storytelling elements. Uh, in this whole track, Double Standards, he talks about how he's got 20 girls in Austin. And seeing that I'm in Austin, I'm like, do I know some of these girls? Like, have I seen you these might, girls? You might know some right? of those chicks. You never know who you know. So uh, what do we give him uh, grade-wise on standout moments? I, I would say standout moments, he gets an A. I would say on production, a B selection, A+. Plus. On standout moments, he gets an A. Uh, I think there's a bunch of cool standout moments there with the with the synth leads, with uh, Mike production. You know, Mike Dean does not miss on production. So. I could almost say that this is a project where not much is skippable on here. I mean, right. you kind of want to hear each track. Each track. And, and, no and like he was tracks. saying before, you could just put it on and, and walk away. You're going to have the same energy from start to finish. So I'm a straight up vibe. Yeah, definitely. And I would say for our last category, we have weight class for the genre, which means like, <laughs> what's the tail of the tape? Is it is a, is a lightweight? Is a middleweight? Is a heavyweight? Does this album stand the test of time in the genre that it's occupying? Is it different? Is it just a remake of a sound that's already out there now? Where there are definitely critics online that will will say, well, it sounds like this, it sounds like that. It just depends on how closely they're listening to it. Just because a song has got auto tune in it doesn't mean that it's exactly the same. When you listen to the complex, intoxicating melodies here and the reflections of his voice, the different range and register that Don Tolliver has singing here and rapping here, yeah. you can see it's it's definitely punching, I would say, uh, high high middle class up to heavyweight. I'm gonna give him a light heavyweight. I don't. The reason why I don't want to give him heavyweight is because I think he can do more. Yes. I mean, this is his second, second album, album, right? So if I if I say he's heavyweight already, that's like saying that you know he's reached the top division. Is this is this a Mike Tyson knockout punch type of project? I think so. This 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 is definitely a one hitter quitter type of project. But you know, I, I'm I'm gonna give him some more room to grow. I think he. He really delivered, though. If you haven't listened to this, go and listen to it. I mean, the singles are everywhere, so I, I can't believe that you haven't heard any Don Tolliver. I, I'd be, you know, very uh, surprised. But at the same time, overall, I, I think that, yes, he's definitely, he's, he's, he's punching heavy. Yeah, I would say, as one of the commenters on one of the hip-hop forums that I was looking at, really phrased this well. He said that Don Tolliver has got... A robot voice mixed with Texas Roadhouse cinnamon butter. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Okay. I, I agree with that. That that fits this completely. And we can tell that. that kid, kid, <laughs> we can okay. we can we can definitely tell Kid Cudi's a big influence here. And if this is any indication, Don Tolliver is definitely in here. For good, He's and props to, to Travis Scott for breaking such an amazing artist. Like Definitely. you just, you could tell his pedigree. He knows what's gonna hit, right? Like I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't know how close he was tied to Travis Scott, but I really started getting into his catalog, and I was like, 
oh, you signed a Travis Scott label. So, of course, you know, Travis Scott being one of the biggest artists that's out right now can break a guy like this because it's similar vibe, but he is different. Like, I, I can appreciate, you know, Travis Scott is more on the, the acid rap side, yeah. the trippy side, whereas Don Tolliver is taking it back to just being very smooth, very sensual, and I, I love that. So, uh, great job, Don Tolliver. Keep making this amazing music. Yeah, so I would say on production, the beat selection, A+. Plus. Standout moments, A. And on weight class for the genre, I would say he's a light heavyweight. Like and subscribe. Tell us what your favorite track is below the comments here. And comment on this, share this video with your friends, and let us know what you really appreciated about this, what you think is a stand-up moment, or if you don't agree with our grading of this album for this album report card. And make sure to tune in next week for It Takes Two to Tango, where we'll be interviewing someone in the hip-hop scene and talking about that. Tune in for more deets on next Thursday's episode of From, From the, the Jump. Jump. Peace.